How's it going, everybody? So, I just got finished watching episode one of House of the Dragon. The premiere episode. Let's talk about that. So, naturally, spoilers. So, if you have not watched House of the Dragon yet, come back later. There will be spoilers. There will be spoilers. Will be. Will be. Everybody good? Cool. We're going to talk about it now. Alright. First off, I loved this episode. This was such a great first episode back into the world of Westeros. Um, Were there some scenes that maybe were kind of a little bit more cheap looking than Game of Thrones was yes but that did not bother me at all because the story I was invested it was so good to be back in the world of Westeros the second the intro started the dragons flying through man I cheered and I clapped and I'm the only one here watching it and I don't care I was so happy I was so happy um this is a very interesting setup for the story. I knew nothing about this going into it. I had not read the book that uh this is based on. So I don't know any of the history of the Targaryens other than little spurts of things that we heard in Game of Thrones. So this is all new territory for me. Um I can already tell that this is going to be potentially just as good as Game of Thrones if it does what I hope it does um Rise Iphans was great I'm the actor who plays the king I just forgot his name and I was just looking at his name on IMDB and I still forgot it he was amazing the entire cast was awesome Matt Smith stole this first episode for me though and it's not just because i'm a huge matt smith fan the choices the the way he plays his character it's very interesting and i can't tell whether he's going to be one of those characters that's going to be more villain like or if he's going to be a character that i'm going to find myself agreeing with more than not You know what I mean? Because here's the thing. This is the thing that uh, I've said about Game of Thrones since the beginning. And why a lot of people don't like it is what I love about it. And it's that all the characters are gray. Like, the only character in Game of Thrones that you could argue is not gray is Ned Stark. And he dies in the first season. Um, You know... The only other person in Game of Thrones, and I mean the only other person, and even this person falls short of this, I think, a little bit. The only other person that is steadfast and not gray is Jon Snow, or Aegon Targaryen, as we know him to be. Um, He's the only one. The only one. Every other character, whether you're talking about Brienne of Tarth, Tyrion Lannister... 
all of the characters are gray. They might be light gray, you know, but they're still gray. I am very curious to see what happens with these characters. That birth scene bothered me so much. And I knew it was going to happen. Like, for anyone that has watched the amount of TV shows and movies like I have... You, you can you can see where it was headed. Um, I didn't necessarily think that she would die in childbirth. I thought that maybe she would get murdered. Maybe another character would stop her from being able to have the baby. You know, something like that. But the fact that they went for it... Oh. And... I think it's interesting... This is another one of those things where, you know, in the beginning of Game of Thrones, you know, I'm someone that's watched all of Game of Thrones two or three times. And one of the things you pick up on the more you watch Game of Thrones is just how much that first season plays into every other season that happens. It's a, it is a snowball domino effect. And it's happening again with House of, House of the Dragon. Like, I'm already seeing little choices being made by characters that I'm like, this could have major... There are some that definitely will have major implications. But then there are other ones that, depending on how the story goes, you, you know, you can just tell, oh, this, this might be a problem later on or come, come up later. And I'm going to be fascinated to see what happens. Like the whole uh, Mr. Hightower telling his daughter to go comfort the king. Like what's going to happen with that? I could very easily see a situation where the king and her start sleeping together and her start pleasuring him. Maybe she even becomes queen. Maybe she gives him the male heir that he wants. There's... You know, and that's just one thing that's happened in this show that I'm using as a reference point. There are so many different things. Like, what's, you know, what's going to happen with um, Damon Targaryen and his wife? I am assuming that's his wife that was there with him at the, with the dragon at the end. You know, because they said that she had dark hair and stuff. So, based on how they described her appearance, I'm guessing that's her. So, you know, what's going to happen with that, you know? Um, I could very easily, because we know Targaryens are not afraid of the whole incest thing. I could very see easily see see Damon and Vicenna. Is that her name? Vicella? I can't think of her name. But the main girl. I could very much see them becoming a thing at some point. Again, there are so many things. There are so many things. And this is what I love about Game of Thrones. And this is why I love this universe. And I love this story. And even with the fact that these are brand new characters. And I know nothing about them. It's already so much more rich. Than a lot of other shows that we have right, right now. This is how you world build. This is how you tell a compelling story. Other networks, take notes. You know, I'm not going to try to say that I think every season of this show that comes after, you know, comes next will be good. 
hell, you know, this is just the first episode of this season. It's just season one, and we haven't even gotten to episode ten yet. So I don't want to get ahead of myself, but... You know, we could get to episode five, and I go, this is really tapering off. But I really don't think so. I really, really don't think so. Especially because George R. R. Martin is more was more involved with this show than he was with Game of Thrones. And yeah, he was kind of more involved there towards the end of game towards the end of Game of Thrones. But even with that, not to the level that he is with this show. And that makes me even more excited, which means even though they have to adapt it for television because you just can't always perfectly adapt things from books to TV shows or movies. You, you just can't. But I'm hoping with the fact that he's more involved with it, it is more spiritually accurate to what he envisioned, you know? And that just makes me so much excited. I can already tell so much about this show. I love to be back in this universe. Like, honestly, it's kind, it's kind of this euphoric thing for me, you know? Uh, for those of you that maybe are listening that haven't listened to anything of mine before, Game of Thrones is my number one favorite TV show of all time. From the second the show ended, well, honestly, from from the end of season six, I was like, this is, this is my favorite thing. But by the end of season eight, I fucking loved this thing. Game of Thrones, this world, is absolutely my favorite. And, um, yeah, you know. No, it's late. It's, ooh, it's 10, it's 10, 30 something here on the East Coast. So, don't mind the on. But, um, yeah. It's really good to be back. Rating. I'm not going to rate every show, but considering this is the premiere, and just to sort of give everybody how I'm feeling about it, this is a 9 out of 10. It's not a 10 out of 10. It's not a 10 out of 10. Um, I wouldn't even rate the first episode of Game of Thrones season 1. 10 out of 10. And honestly... Do I like the first episode of this better than the first episode of Game of Thrones? Honestly, it's about equal. I would probably give it a 9 out of 10 as well. Um, It's just good to be back into Westeros. It just really, really is. Um, Hopefully, the more I watch the show, I will get more used to the character names. Um, There's... There, there, there's a lot of new characters to learn. So I apologize that I'm not able to talk more about it just yet. But I loved this. The music, the cinematography, the dragons. There's so many dragons. Uh, it's great. It's just great. Um, and honestly, I've already decided... And I'll say it out loud now. When this... When House of the Dragons is over, however many seasons it is, I will immediately start Game of Thrones again. Um, and I'm gonna... And I've already also decided I'm gonna do the same thing with House of Dragon. 
uh, House of the Dragon that I did with Game of Thrones, which means each new season that comes out, I'm going to go back and rewatch previous seasons. So as new things come out for House of the Dragon, expect a lot of podcasts and things. Um, I haven't decided whether I'm going to review week to week for this or if I'm going to, you know, wait, you know, I might wait for episode five to end and then do a review and then wait for episode 10 and do another one for the entire show. Uh, I haven't decided yet. Uh, If any of you want to know my opinion as it goes on, let me know. And hey, you know, if I'm bored and there hasn't really been entertainment stuff going on, I might come back and and do more um, reviews. But right now the plan is I probably won't do another review for episode 5. But if you do want to hear quick thoughts, you can follow me on Twitter at Bishu89. Um, You can also find me on Instagram at Bishu1989. Um, and, um, yeah, Twitter, it will be the best place to see my reaction to House of the Dragon moving forward. With all that said, what did you think about House of the Dragon? Do you think it was a good first episode or, you know, you kind of in the middle or did you just not like it? I'm, I will be very interested to hear people's opinions. Uh, but thanks for listening. I'll see you guys in the next podcast. Peace out.